0: standard music podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota Metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Starry, that's S-T-A-R-Y music.net, also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most other places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most of places Places, podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you've got an extra buck or two? you wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Music Podcast. Also considering helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by John Muir. Lover of wilderness, Alaska can be one of the most wonderful countries in the world. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 223. Please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distilleries, ID Chrysler Pine City, The b Club, and Canine Inspired Change. Also, thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Coming at you on a cold winter day here in St. Paul, Minnesota. Copper the Wonder, Gold, and I just finished a therapy dog session at River East in St. Paul this morning, and it went Awesome. Doing good is always a good way to kick off the week. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Wednesday, played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Holt, Minnesota. Big thanks to Mike J. and his family for coming out each and every Wednesday. Your support is much appreciated and likely keeps me employed. Friday's show was snowed out. Saturday played a solo show at Carmine's in Bloomington, Minnesota. The roads were treacherous, but the show was a blast. I love the staff, food, and clientele. Hope many more shows there to come.
1: Upcoming shows.
0: Wednesday, January 22nd, 2020, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Thursday, January 23rd, I'll be playing a solo show at Washington Square in White Bear Lake, Minnesota from 3 to 5 p.m. Friday, January 24th, I'll be playing a solo show at Danny's in Stillwater, Minnesota from 7 to 10 p.m. Saturday, January 25th, Mr. Brian K. Snipe will be rambling on down to Forest Lake, Minnesota. Rock out for Chili Fest at Vanelli's by the Lake from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m.
1: Guest this
0: week It's part one of two With popular National Geographic program Alaska State Troopers star Jimmy Lindbergh We discuss the history of the Eagle Lounge Jimmy's band Nighthawk The classic rock band Crow And more Enjoy
1: the conversation Mustangs <clears throat> Kiss you
0: Mr. Jimmy Lindberg. Welcome to the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. How are you doing today there, Jimmy? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on board. I finally got Jimmy on the show. We are here at the beautiful Eagle Lounge in Fox Creek, Wisconsin. And uh, it's a Monday afternoon here. It's a beautiful winter day, don't you think? Unbelievable.
2: My daughter and I were uh, just out uh, cruising the uh, neighborhood and admiring
0: the uh, wonderful scenery. And uh Yeah. It's a beautiful day today. It is. So we had a lot of storm damage around here this this summer, and today I went to go find my dad's bow stand with my dog, and it is tough walking out there. I thought I was gonna break my legs trying to get through that stuff. But we got to it, and it's it's down. But um how you guys had some damage too, didn't you? We got devastated. Um... Very little structural
2: damage on buildings here at the bar and at our house, but uh, we lost a lot of woods. We're very fortunate uh, that uh, our buildings didn't get beat up. There's so many people around here that uh, lost houses and pole barns and uh, barns, and it's terrible. Bad, bad yeah. damage snowmobile trails uh, have been affected here uh, because of the damage from the tornado uh, back in uh, July of two thousand and nineteen, in addition to that, it's been such a wet fall that uh, there's still a fair amount of crops that are still standing, and uh, the trails here depend on going through uh, the farmers'
0: fields, and, yeah uh, so some of the uh, trails are not open that usually are okay. So if you hear some music in the background, it's a Monday afternoon here at the Eagle Lounge. Some group of folks here just having like a... Monday fun day or something, but they're playing just some kind of cool blues music in the background. It's so like, yeah, why not? Just let them have their fun. Just just let it go. There is this any, a
2: typical it, Monday afternoon here at Eagle Lounge? It is. Uh, we have a lot of folks that uh, swing by and uh, they play some pool. Uh, we've got a ping pong table here. They play some ping pong. They, yep. they play some pool tabs. Uh, they get on the machines and uh, and just hang out and have
0: fun. Yeah. So uh, Jimmy is the owner here at Eagle Lounge. We play here one Saturday a month and become good friends. With Jimmy Jimmy was also on a TV show from 2011 to 2015, Alaska State Troopers. <laughs> so I asked you if you had done any podcasts before, and you said you haven't. You said when you left working in Alaska, you got rid of technology. So I was going to have you start off the podcast talking about your thoughts on your relationship with technology. I've never
2: done a podcast before. I've heard about them, and I actually asked my children about them, what it involved. And they kind of laughed and smiled. And uh, technology and I, uh, it's not that we disagree with each other, it's just I'm real old school. When I uh, went to the State Trooper Academy up in Alaska, I had a little difficulty turning on the computer, and they thought I was goofing on them, uh, but I literally had to have somebody show me how to turn on the Dell computer, and then I had to do all of my reports with a keyboard. Yeah. and. and uh, uh, I got real good at typing with two fingers. Oh boy, yeah, chicken picking, or what do call it? Ch- yep, chicken picking. Yep, that's a fact. So, um, I did that for ten and a half years, and of course, I I got proficient with it. But when I retired, July first, two thousand seventeen, from the Alaska State Troopers, I gave my personal laptop to my daughter, and I just left technology behind. Uh,
0: As most folks know, I'm a big pro wrestling fan, and one of my favorites is Chris Jericho. Apparently one of his favorite drinks is just good vodka on ice, and he calls him, yeah, boys. I want to send him a tweet to try out some 45th Parallel for those cocktails because I've tried it, and they are to quote Ric Flair, tasty little devils. 45th Parallel is a family-owned craft distillery in New Richmond, Wisconsin. They opened their doors in 2007 and went from making a single vodka to producing dozens of different spirits, including gins, whiskeys, and citrus liqueurs. 45th Parallel distillers are committed to a slow craft philosophy, slow fermentation, slow infusion, slow distillation, slow blending, slow aging. Their mission is to create high-quality spirits using local ingredients whenever possible and to provide visitors with a great experience. Stop in and check them out at 1570 Madison Avenue, New Richmond, Wisconsin. Check out 45th Parallel Distillery.com for hours and more information. So when you're looking for a quality alcoholic beverage to bring to the Royal Rumble party, a weekend get-together, Super Bowl party, or just having a cocktail while out and about listening to your favorite local musicians, try a 45th Parallel Distillery product. You won't be disappointed. Please drink responsibly.
2: I still write checks and send uh, send uh, my uh, checks for my bills in the mail and uh, I don't have a laptop and uh, I've just kind of gone back to the old. It's not that I don't like technology because it's here to stay and uh, it, it's
0: wonderful, but... Uh, I just try to live without it if I can. I want to talk about your Alaska State Troopers show and your experiences up there and working with Larry the Cable Guy and his Only in America TV show. But my gut tells me, but I do want to talk to you about about Eagle Lounge and your journey here and stuff like that. My gut tells me I kind of want to talk about that first. So where are you from, Jimmy? I was born in St. Croix Falls,
2: Wisconsin. Okay. My whole entire family came from Europe and settled in Polk County here. My great-grandparents are on the original plat book for Balsam Lake. Really? There were three families that settled Balsam Lake, the Tuttle family, the Park family, and the Overmans. And the Overmans are my great-grandparents. Okay. Uh, My great-grandfather, had the hotel in Balsam Lake. It's no longer standing, uh, but uh, they had the hotel. Uh, He was involved in uh, the creamery that was in Balsam Lake. Uh, He was a uh, town trustee. He was on the school board, and he had 10 children, and the youngest uh, was my grandmother, Lulu and uh, he owns several farms around Balsam Lake. So they stayed busy back there. That was the late 1800s. And uh, uh, it's interesting to go through the uh, Polk County Courthouse, uh, which is now the museum in Balsam Lake, and uh, see, uh, see the travels of my relatives uh, that, that came over here and, uh, and had some effect on the local economy here. Uh, that, that was my mom's side here in Balsam, and then on my dad's side, they ended up uh, in Dresser over by Sand Lake mm-hmm. and uh, in that neck of the woods. Neat. Um, so you, you were born in St. Croix. Where did you go to school then? Born in St. Croix Falls. Mom and dad had moved to Minnesota. So I grew up in uh, Minnesota in a in a small hamlet in Minnesota, a little town called Circle Pines.
0: Oh, Circle Pines? Uh, yeah,
2: cir- Circle Pines. Uh, that was a farming community basically uh, when I grew up. Before uh, Bill's Gun Shop uh, was there now? Uh, yeah, things have changed a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, it's, it's grown up. They've got a Home Depot and a Target and all kinds of fun stuff yeah. there now. Uh, But we spent a lot of time out here in Wisconsin for uh, holidays and birthdays and weddings and and, uh, reunions. Uh, We still have our family reunion at the uh, Legion Hall in Balsam Lake. Okay. You said you went, like, hunting or something over here? Yeah, we did a lot of hunting and fishing back here and camping. Uh, Basically, my mom and dad's relatives... We're all still back here so we would come back and uh, of course uh, during the summer the cousins would switch up families and and uh, I would come over here and, and spend time with my aunts and uncles and uh, we uh, we just spent a lot of time back here so I, I ran through a lot of a uh, lot of fields and got a lot of wood ticks here and
0: trapped gophers as a kid and, yep. uh, and got a lot of great memories cool once your first memories of knowing about this place.
2: The Eagle Lounge is very near and dear to me. When I was a senior in high school, we had friends that had a cabin on White Ash Lake. Yes. It's a couple miles down the road. The legal consumption age at that point was 18 years of age. We would drive up here and park over at White Ash and jog down to the Eagle Lounge, which used to sit about 100 yards west of where we're currently sitting. It was a classic establishment. Uh, the floors were a little bit crooked, and it had low ceilings, and smoking was allowed at that point, so you'd walk in and look through the cloud of smoke and always see somebody that had a familiar face and a smile. And uh, that was my introduction to the Eagle Lounge.
0: Saturday night heading to an awesome new venue in Bloomington became, to quote my buddy Robbie, a little dicey with glare ice and snow covered roads. Although sometimes there's nothing you can do when you get dealt a bad weather day, I felt much more confident behind the wheel in my black Jeep Cherokee I got from ID Chrysler, Pine City, Minnesota. With 250,000 miles, of my old car was just too much for the poor thing to take. I found myself looking for my new dream ride at ID Chrysler Pine City, and the staff could have been more helpful with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at idcdjr.com, or take the beautiful drive up 35 to 715 Northridge Court Northwest, Pine City, Minnesota, to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Thursday. Thursday, 8 to 6 p.m., and Friday and Saturday, 8 to 5 p.m., closed on Sundays. Check out I.D. Chrysler Pine City today and enjoy a safe winter season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride. And was it called Eagle Lounge? Or was it called Fox Creek? It was called Eagle Lounge. Really? It's always been Eagle Lounge. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you know why that name is stuck or why that, they named it that um,
2: I'm thinking because of the amount of eagles around here. Yeah. Uh, We've got eagles out here all the time. They sit back on the trees here, and they're constantly uh, soaring around.
0: I know we have uh, by White Ash Lake where we do a lot of our hunting for mushrooms and ramps and things like that. And I know National Geographic has been out there shooting eagles, not shooting them, but phot- phot- photographing them right. up in the trees and stuff like that. And there's eagle, Eagle's Nest Road and all these everything's eagle something around here it seems like. Right. I asked because my grandfather was the house band at the original Eagle Lounge too for years and years, or Fox Creek they would call it. <laughs> Um, When did that, what happened to that that building?
2: That building got to the point where it was either do something about it or perhaps it may be condemned. Uh, I can recall when it would rain, people would sit around with plastic buckets, and if a new leak developed, the first one to catch the leak Got a, got a beer on the house. <laughs> uh, I can also recall going into the restroom and looking up, and water would be dripping out of the light fixture, and it was to the point where they had to do something. So it's been uh, 14 years now that, uh, that this building uh, has been built. It's been 14 years now. Who was the started. original owners who built Eagle Lounge back in the day when you were young? I've got their name written down, and I talked to a grandson recently. I I don't recall off the top of my head, but when it originally started, it was a service station and a repair shop and bar all in one. Really? Right. Cool. And, And- since we've been here for a couple of years, down below the hill here, we've, we've picked up a lot of garbage, and we found a lot of gas cans and oil cans and oil bottles uh, from back in
0: that day. Wow. That's pretty cool. So who built this building then?
2: This was uh Danny, Patrick, and Kathy
0: Dudek, uh, and that's who I bought the uh, bar from. Okay. And... Did you have aspirations to buy a bar or go into the bar business? Have you previous experience working in a bar? Not at all. Uh, and people always ask me, how did you get to the point from being a
2: state trooper to a bar owner? Yeah, a
0: state trooper, TV show star, <laughs> then to the owning the Eagle Lounge. And
2: let me tell you, not a star. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I just happened to be on there. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of parallels. People don't realize it, but there's a lot of parallels with being a state trooper and a bar owner. Uh, there's some alcohol involved there. It's just that I'm on the inside now. I, I'm not coming from the outside looking for somebody. I'm on the inside, and uh, I'm uh, here welcoming people in yes. s- instead of people looking at me and trying to run out the back door. Uh, I Where tell did you, you I- get the idea for it? Uh, My son and I would come down from Alaska every year. We would hunt over in Minnesota, South Dakota, and end up here in Wisconsin. And Denny and Kathy were kind enough to uh, let us stay at their house every year when we'd come down and and go deer hunting. And we got talking about the bar. And uh, basically, uh, my son brought it up and said, Dad. I think we ought to buy the Eagle Lounge.
0: I want to tell you all about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B-Dale Club, located on the corner of County Road B, and Dale's motto is a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun, and that is the truth. The food at T-Bird's Cafe and Takeaway is always spectacular was a little bummed out on Thursday after my buddy Gable's funeral so I decided to go burn off some steam at the good old B-D-L club few rounds of pool some laughs burger and some tunes got a chance to kick my troubles to the side for a few hours and it was much needed rob natalie shelley and the entire bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards i've been told that after being talked about on these podcast ads the waller's woodhill cocktails are selling like hot cakes karaoke live music pool table pull tabs bingo night sabbachi ball tournaments and much much more bdale's got it all stop by for a cold one soon Kyle?
2: Uh, Kyle, exactly. And I said, really? Well, how do you figure? He said, why not? Let, let's buy it. We'll move back there and buy it and, uh, and, uh, and run a bar for fun. I said, all right, let's check into it. So we did, and, uh, and here we are. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> and it's, it's been fun. Uh, we've been here uh, since August of 2017. Uh, my daughter graduated from high school uh, this last spring. Uh, 2019, and uh, she moved down here. And uh, it's the, the three of us, The it's uh, the old man and uh,
0: the Lindbergh kids kind of running it, uh, and, and we're having fun at it. Wow. <laughs> um, you've totally turned this place around. We used to this be one of our stops when we would be doing our, it wouldn't happen to have a day off, our Monday, little Sunday, fun day, Monday, fun day thing. We'd stop here, we'd be in and out quick. And now it's kind of turned into a very popular place where a lot of people come here to eat and a lot of people come here to hang out and especially on the weekends it seems like it's really popular. So what do you think you guys have done? Is it just a fresh attitude about running a bar? Why do you think this place has been so successful? Denny and Kathy uh, owned
2: this for like 25 years. I know Denny had it for 25 years and then Kathy came on board later and they were getting tired and they were ready to retire and When we bought it, we decided to do some different things, add a few uh, uh, food items on the menu. And uh, one big thing that we wanted to do was bring entertainment on board. Um, I'm a firm believer in live and local entertainment. Uh, You happen to be uh, right there, and I want to let you know how much we appreciate you coming on board with us and and being basically our house band once a month. Uh, We've got you here every second Saturday for each month. Uh, Eagle Lounge is a huge supporter of live and local music, and and we love it. And people around here love that. Uh, We're always getting comments on, hey, thanks for bringing in
0: some live music. We have a lot of fun. And there's always something going on here, from a football board to the guy DJing to karaoke. To There's always something cool going on.
2: Right. We've, we've got fun things going on. Uh, we brought bingo on board. Uh, my kids are real active in uh, uh, promoting food items, and uh, we've got drink specials, and, hey, we're here to have fun. And when I, to- I told the kids, I said, when we're not having fun anymore, then it's time to think about doing something
0: different. <laughs> Oh man, we've had a lot of fun building up to, one of my favorite things is kind of meeting up with you guys and and planning our little events we do a couple times a year, like the Oktoberfest, that went well, I thought, then the Spring Jam, and all that kind of fun (laughs) stuff that we do. Right, and you can't can't forget Holiday Jam, where Santa was here all all evening, yeah, yeah. Santa Andrew is here for Holiday Jam, he's a fixture here, it seems like. Absolutely. Um, So, didn't you used to play music yourself? I did, and
2: I surrounded myself with professional musicians, so I basically had the best seat on the house. I was on stage playing with guys that actually knew what they were doing. Uh, I was in a band uh, a long time ago, and we were active for quite a few years. Uh, The band was called Nighthawk, and uh, we had a lot of fun, and we did uh, a fair amount of wedding receptions. We played uh, town... uh, town festivals. Uh, we used to play uh, a big one for us was the Prior Lake Lakefront days, and uh, we would play that every year. Uh, we played a lot of uh, legions and VFWs and uh, smaller bars. Uh, some of the bars we played up in Wisconsin here uh, were up at the Cabaret in Web Lake, and we did the Crowbar and Webster. Off Highway 2? And-
0: or Crowbar and Webster? Crowbar
2: oh, and Webster, right? Yep. Um, we had... Uh, had some really fun times uh, a fellow by the name of Dave, Dave Dudley came and uh, and played with us up at the cabaret a couple of times and uh, uh he was just so uh, amazingly kind and uh, welcoming and uh, we had a lot of fun with him his drummer and uh, his booking agent was a fellow by the name of Pudge Likes and uh, and they came and uh, and, and played with us just about every time we were up at the web lake there. It was a lot of fun.
0: My life took a good turn when Copper the Wonder Gold and I became part of Canine Inspired Change. All the heartwarming and memorable experiences we've gained from doing therapy dog work can't be counted or put into words. Congrats to team Lauren and Piper on becoming the newest team lead teachers for Canine Inspired Change. Work with them a million times and they're gonna be great. Canine Inspired Change is a nonprofit organization dedicated to giving vulnerable youth the social emotional tools they need to be active participants in their schools and their communities. Our work helps these remarkable young people transcend trauma, social struggles, and isolation by sparking meaningful connections with dogs, volunteers, and each other. If you're interested in giving back to the community with your dog or contributing to this worthwhile nonprofit organization, please look into Canine Inspired Change at canineinspiredchange.org. What was your instrument? I
2: I try to play a guitar once in a while, <laughs> and so I, I played a little guitar, sang a couple songs. Uh, I, I'm a rhythm guitar player. Uh, played some acoustic, and then uh, I bought a bought a couple of electrics, and uh, uh, I don't make any mention that I know what I'm doing, but I just have fun, and it's enjoyable, and uh, it, I, the way I look at it is, as long as people don't come up and scream and holler that, uh, boy, you were really lousy this evening, and people are having a good time, then we did what we were there to do,
0: Okay, and, and, and we had fun. What were some of Nighthawk's primary songs, like, what was your, your set list look like? Uh, we did a lot of Eagles, uh, we did
2: uh, Eric Clapton. <laughs> Stevie Ray Vaughan, uh, Jimi Hendrix, and then we'd throw some uh, Patsy Cline in there. Um, Natalie Merchant. Um, Natalie Merchant. Yep. Natalie Merchant. Carnival. Really. Yeah. Yeah. That. Uh, that was a fun song to jam to.
1: Have I been blind?
2: Tracy Chapman, give me one reason, blues. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we had a lot of fun with the blues, and then we'd do some older stuff um, that would weren't chart choppers, but we would we would have fun with it, and uh, uh, we would do a Jimmy Buffett uh, a Margaritaville, and then we'd turn it into a Bob Marley song, basically, yeah. and and, and kind
0: of mix it up a little bit. That's cool. Owning a bar here in Polk County, Wisconsin, do you enjoy your patrons' playlists here on the jukebox or no? There's
2: 100 songs <laughs> on, on the jukebox, <laughs> and I could probably tell you the top 20 songs that are played. We get a lot of Merle Haggard, uh, Neil Diamond, and you can tell when people from out of town come in because then other things are slid in there <laughs> but but it 's a good mix and uh, and we really enjoy it uh, it 's fun to see what people want to listen to on the jukebox
0: out of the daily playlist ones or weekend ones. what song off your playlist in the jukebox do you wish you didn 't have to ever hear again? Because I have an answer i 'll start it off when I come. Go to the bars, go drink or whatever. The one song I hear every single time I go out, I wish I didn't have to hear again, is the Tennessee whiskey song.
2: Tennessee whiskey, correct? (laughs) You're smooth, <laughs> exactly, uh, and there's people that will play that four times in a row and just let it let it go and go and go. Uh, sometimes it it
0: appears that the jukebox malfunctions. <laughs> So one time, when I was here last time setting up for a show, you were grabbing the acoustic and playing some cool Stevie Ray Vaughan, Mary Had a Little Lamb, and that was really fun. It was fun to jam the harmonica, and and you're playing guitar on that, and we were talking about um, Crow, the band Crow. (laughs) Dave Wagoner mm-hmm. uh, of the band Crow. Hopefully get him on the podcast sometime. So how did you get him down here playing Eagle Lounge?
2: Dave and I have been friends for many years, and there's a marriage connection. Obviously, Dave and I aren't married, but his daughter and my nephew are married. And I knew Dave before they got married through the music business, I had met him while he was out doing some gigs. He had played, he had opened up for John Kay and Steppenwolf out, out at the Medina Ballroom. That was just a, a really kick-butt show. And then he uh, opened up for uh, Molly Hatchet, and uh, that, that was a really good show also. So I had met him before my nephew and his daughter got married. And once they got married, I kind of got my claws sunk into his back and said, "Jeez, man, I love your music. And uh, if you have an opportunity, uh, listen to some of some of the old stuff." He he had a couple of songs. Well, Crow had a couple of uh, songs that uh, made the national uh, countdown: uh, "Evil Woman" and uh, "Cottage Cheese." They they were. Some of the top ones, but he's just got so many incredible songs, and he, his voice is—it's—it's it's second to none. And he agreed to come down here. Uh, he winters in Arizona now, and 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 plays gigs all week long. And then he's got a place up in northern Minnesota that uh, they come back during the summer. And he agreed to come down here for a couple of times. This last summer, and he was a great draw. We had an absolute wonderful time. As a matter of fact, I've mentioned you to him, and uh, he said he'd be more than willing to do the podcast to uh, come down and and talk with you and and just talk to business. He's he's played with the best in the world, it's just incredible. Uh, But this summer, now for 2020, Uh, Him and his beautiful wife, Karen, are going to come down and and stay with us a couple different weekends and do a, a Friday and a Saturday night show for us a couple times in 2020. I was kind of thinking maybe the Mark Sterry band might want to get involved in something like that. And, uh, uh, yeah. and, and, and all play together. Uh, it, yeah, it, it, That's, that'd be great. It, it would it be It sounds incredible. like one of our
0: usual, usual concoctions <laughs> we get into here at the Eagle Lounge. Like I say, anyone that has a record collection that I know, you go through anybody's record collection and they everyone has that Crow record when they're on their it's, motorcycles and it's yes. got that kind of... That cartoonish logo and stuff That, that album that's Evil Woman Everyone's, Everyone has that album that's so cool Jimmy Lindbergh, owner-operator Of Eagle Lounge, beautiful Fox Creek, Wisconsin Also, TV celebrity
1: <laughs> Go easy on From Alaska celebrity. State
0: Troopers <laughs> TV show uh, Please tune in next week for part two Thank you
1: Mustang Sally <clears throat> you better
0: for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday. If not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places, podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distillery, ID Chrysler Pine City, the BDL Club, and K9 Inspired Change. This is also a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on itunes and load up on some new songs also if you get a chance please go check out some live music somewhere it could be a great and worthwhile experience life is short go have some fun till next time
1: i got so drunk last night what was i thinking didn't mean to wake you up while you were sleeping with some ruffians out at the bar I No me, I got no excuse There was merle on the jukebox Whiskey on the shelf Pool for a quarter and old friend drinking by himself The full moon was out And that fireplace was warm I swear it didn't have no fun at all Should've been home. Sleeping with some ruffians out at the bar, I couldn't say no to But I what the hell baby You know me I got no excuse Straight out of the game Old towns, pickled Goulding To all the local ladies And I was as cold as ice Oh baby you gotta believe me It was the worst night of my life Hey! Sorry I got so drunk last night What was I thinking? Didn't mean to wake you up While you were sleeping Some ruffians out at the bar I couldn't say no to No excuse, go back to bed now baby, you know me I got no excuse <laughs>